have I the pleasure of speaking to the great Miss Bonnie Horowitz. Oh, that Bobby Horowitz. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hello, Bobby. How are you? This is Jay Hello. Michaels. If I'm on the line, you're on the air. So, what's new? What's new? Well, what's new is that for the first time that I can remember, I've been in my apartment for like almost four weeks. Oh, my God. That's right. It has been. Oh, the day's just, I, I can't even know what day it is anymore. I know, me too. I don't even know which day of the week it is anymore. I have to keep looking. If I didn't know that Tuesday was my shopping day, <laughs> that was Speedy's, my discount day, I wouldn't know today was Tuesday, but I knew I had to. Are you still? I knew I had to do that by email because I don't go there now. We're in. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I was going to ask because you said your shopping day and I got nervous. Good, okay. My food shopping day, yeah, but I do it by, I call them, they're so nice to me. They're wonderful people. I know them for years. And they, you know, I, I email them the order and they send it. That's great. That's great. How are you coping with all this? You know, I'm coping. And more than I thought I would, because I'm not really a stay-at-home, overtime person. I work from my apartment. And I usually do my, you know, my computer stuff and my getting together with people on the phone. And then I usually run out to some show at night or some meeting or some, you know what I mean. Of course. And I'm not used to being in like this. And I'm not, it's not like I'm sick. I feel I'm well. <laughs> But I do have to be careful because I'll be 80 in May, and they said it can hit older people harder. Yes, yes. Although I'm, I'm pretty, I'm healthier now than when I was younger because we've learned so much. I learned so much about, you know. I'm, I was going to say, may I be as healthy as you when I'm 80? May I be as healthy as you now as you are as 80? So. Well, you can be up. I'll talk to you. I mean, I'll, you know, I wrote a book of Fit and Fabulous from 50 Forward. No, I did not know that. Oh, my. Really? I, yeah, I know a lot of people didn't. I didn't, I didn't realize that so many places now are self-publishing oh, yeah. rather than actual publishers. But I should get it out there again because when I was 49, 50, 51, I had a lot of troubles. I walked with a, well, for a walker for a while. Really? And, and I, yeah, I really did. And what I learned was that we're not all carbon copies of each other. Right. So it's find out what your system is, what you inherited, what you have now, you know, and blah, blah. And I did research. And I have to tell you, just finding out what I'm supposed to eat. That doesn't mean that it's the best food for everybody. So, I learned a lot. And I, yeah. So, so you 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 really look at the individualism of it because you you are a very individual individual. Uh, uh, I, I've always been taken by the fact. Firstly, you you're a leader. You're not a follower. You're, you uh, you you've done uh, that that oh amazing God. cabaret. Uh, it's not just an it's it's not it's just a number. Oh my God. Oh my God! Thank you. I just got chills when you said that. Because oh my God, 
because I really was brought up in an era when a girl didn't want to be a leader because the boys didn't like girls who were leaders. I can't put my finger on it. It's just such an odd an odd thing. And the one stripe, we used to have stripes when I went to camp. <laughs> you know, yes. they gave you a stripe. Like, yes. Uh, Talented stripe or kind or, you know, the different stripes. And the leader I'm old enough to remember those, yes. <laughs> oh, you remember that? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, and I never got the leadership stripe, and I was glad because I tried not to. There's a song in the Broadway show, Wonderful Town, called A Sure Way to Lose a Man, and it's basically That's about right. an intelligent, strong woman and how That's no right. men want that. That's ridiculous. Yep. Uh, yep. I love it. And, I mean, I love that song. And what happened was, I actually, if I can share this, I was president of my high school. I mean, my Brooklyn High School, mm -hmm. the Utrecht High School oh. in Brooklyn. I was president. And I, I didn't even know that I was going to be running from nominating me. They, yeah, you should, because you're always papa. And then they made me, then I founded this, what they call Sing, which is a competition of songs. Oh, the Senior Sings? I'm old enough to remember those, too, yes. Right. And we had, um, um, we had the different classes. Each class had a team and did the performances. And I remember just loving everything to do with music and putting that together because that brought people together. Like, it was amazing to me. I guess the boys liked the sports, too. I was never that much of an athlete, even though I went to camp. But Yeah, you know, I, 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 I was never much of an athlete either, so I understand that completely. Yeah, but... But the music and the theater, and it was all so uniting and working in, as a team. It was teamwork, and I love that. Well, well you've, done that, uh, you've done that immeasurably now. Like I said, uh, it's just a number. You, you, uh, not only do you uh, bring about uh, the cabaret world, not only do you galvanize the cabaret world, but you do do it with a very particular group of people. How has, how has that evolved? How has that grown? Uh, over the time, because I know you've done more than one. Oh, well, I've done it now for, it was, I think it's about 45 years old now. Yeah, yep. And it started when a lot of people that I knew were complaining in groups, you know, that they can't get even auditions. People won't look at them because they're over, you know, only the 20-year-olds yeah. get it. I <laughs> said, but what about characters who are... You know, what if it's not a, a your own show, but it's a, a, show, a show, a musical or a play. There are characters who are older. But I said, yeah, but now they're getting younger people to play them, and they're writing about younger people. And I started looking at it, and it did kind of look to me then like, well, well it started, I remember, actually, way back. I don't know if you remember Don't Trust Anyone Over 30. Yes, I do. That one, <laughs> like 30, was so old. And then I remember there was a fellow in the cabaret world whom I adored, Jimmy Lazar. And we had dinner, and we both said, can you believe we're going to be 40 
and you're not supposed to trust anybody over. Jane Fonda, I think, was the one that said that. You shouldn't trust anyone over 30. And we're going to be 40 already. And now I look at it, and that was 40 years ago. And truthfully, I mean, well, old is a little better because when you've lived longer, hopefully you've had more experiences so you can teach other people. But it's not like one team is the better team. It's how everyone can support everyone. Do, do you find now that um, uh, even during this, that that because of your years and your, your experience, that you're able to rationalize all this a little bit more, that you're not as okay. terrified, that it's just, okay, this is pretty bad, but, but we'll get through it sort of behavior? Yeah, I, I really do in a way, because I see certain things happen in different eras Yeah, that help. And right now, I'm having a feeling, I don't think older people look, look down as much as they were when I started doing this series. My purpose is to honor people who are achieving great things or starting new things, some of them, or what they have accomplished, who are older and should be acknowledged and get some credit for it. That's wonderful. That's why I say it's just a number, yeah. That's absolutely wonderful. Have you kept in touch uh, with some of your repertory from uh, uh, from that show? Have you have you tried to contact them during this time? Oh, sure. They're, they're, it's like family. Well, each show is a different show. Right. I honor different people. Sometimes I pick a theme of what, you know, I'm going to honor from a certain group of people, like from the business world, or then one will be from the uh, enter the dance world, right. you know what I mean, <laughs> and show how people of different ages can, one, succeed as performers, and very often as teachers. Definitely as teachers. Definitely. And teach other people. And, and we have to learn, too, because we were taught, you know, some odd things. Well, I was blessed to have an uncle. The people that knew him, and there are people in the cabaret world now who did know him. He taught at New Utrecht High School, <laughs> where I went. He was a teacher there. And he, he died young. He was born with an illness that people die young from. But he lived longer than we thought. Well, it's good, at least that much. He did. They thought he could die at a very young age. And his name was Arnold, Arnie Horowitz. And the people that knew him that I talk about, he really was great. He was head of the English department at New Utrecht. And he always got, he always encouraged me to go for it. You know, he would come into Manhattan to see me in a show. And other people would say to my parents, you're letting her go into Manhattan to be in a show? You're a well-known family. You're an attorney. You shouldn't have a daughter doing that. <laughs> I'm talking by 1950s. Uh, yes. It was like going myself into Manhattan on a weekend 
I mean, well, with another lady friend. We weren't supposed to do that then. I know people today would look at me and their eyes would cross and they'd say, what? <laughs> <laughs> but we really weren't, you know, the refined ladies weren't supposed to be doing that uh-huh. kind of thing. So I see how thoughts develop and very often they're unnecessary thoughts or they don't work and eventually something comes about to change them. I mean, Shakespeare wrote about this kind of thing in of the fourteen hundred, you know. It was of happening course. then. This above all to thine own self be true. Pardon? A Shakespeare quote from Hamlet, this above all to thine own self be true. Right. Right, exactly. So, so you've been a leader all this time. You have been an innovator Without all this realizing time. realizing it. Yep. I mean, I never, I wanted to, ju- I wanted to be a wife and get married, you know, and I'm, I'm glad I have my wonderful son. I mean, oh, I'm blessed having him. Of course. And, but I guess I don't think of myself as a leader, but I guess in a way I have to look at it and say, I, I guess I am. You, you certainly are, and, and you are obviously a teacher to so many as well. Um, uh, oh, my goodness. Thank you. Oh, please, please. It's, it's, it's obvious. It's obvious. Um, what are you going to do when all this is over? Do you have an idea for, for uh, uh, another event or something like that? What's, once the door's open, what are you doing? I do, I do, um, because I can't help it. It came to me. I, you know, I write songs. Yep. That's what I basically, yeah. And last April, an idea came to me that said to me in my head, this has to be a musical. you got to write this. <laughs> because I, I became friendly with certain people like Katz Katzpacker and, I mean, through David Friedman and a lot of the people that I really look up to and work with. Right. And it just, I didn't, I now know when people say that an idea was given to them, because it kind of just plopped. And I can't believe, I don't know if I should even say it, but in a way being, quote, stuck home. Yep. Now, I, I'm, I think I'm supposed to be here to work on it. The musical that was given to me, actually, I almost, it's hard for me to even say it. It's actually, in a way, about what's happening now with this pandemic. But the pandemic wasn't there when I was given the idea. Okay. But it, yeah. It, Go on, I'm sorry. No, it was about that we're all selves. In the universe, I felt like, well, it seemed like a man to me, a very good-looking man, actually, who <laughs> was the universe, came to me for help. And, you know, that I was an earthling, but he saw the way I knew people. Maybe I could help him, because people don't realize that everything is a cell in everything else. Like, we have a universe, and then there are galaxies in the universe. And they are parts of the universe. And then in the galaxies, there are solar systems. And then in the solar systems, there are planets. 
And in our body, we're like, we've got, we've got a heart, a liver, a, you know what I mean? We've got things in us. Of course. And so in us. And we have to take care of us and our universe. Well, maybe I could get people to help him because he was feeling like he was having heart problems. And he wanted to find, and he thought what was floating around, what planets were around where his heart was. And it was to find out what could be going wrong. <laughs> and then this pandemic comes out. I mean, I didn't make that up. Uh, okay, I, I, I was going to ask this a moment ago, and now I'm even even more fervent for the answer listening to, to the plot of your new show. Uh, um, I, I've spoken to doctors, I've spoken to lawyers, I've spoken to accountants, I've spoken to, to, to all, the, all the professions that my Jewish mother wanted me to be, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and I'm a lowly performer, so there you go. So I understand completely what you're talking about. Uh, but uh, uh, I haven't spoken to anyone of, of religious bent just yet, and so I'm on the phone with a great sage right now, so I might as well ask her. Uh, uh, now, now, the way you're talking... Spiritually speaking, or something like that, or the universe speaking, are we supposed to be here? Is this is this like like the universe for some reason stopping what we were doing so that we have time to think? Well, I get that the universe wants the universe, and what so far what I got is looking to see where the actual where is that problem, and it may be that. Earth is having a problem because we're the third planet from the sun in a solar system that might be around the universe's heart. And if people are getting nervous about things and things are coming in to hurt it, maybe that's what needs to be taken care of for the universe. I mean, and I don't know if thought change, this perspective, or the way we look at the pandemic, or the way we look at this, I think we are looking at it in a more interesting way than we used to look at things, because it, evolved, it hit the entire world. And it doesn't matter if people are black, it doesn't matter if they're tall, it doesn't matter... You know what I mean? Who you are? Yeah, Completely. older people will get it a little more, but older people will get anything, probably, you know. Of course. Because the body has done so much, and I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm learning as I'm writing it, rather than having all the answers yet. It's so, looking... Yes, I'm sorry, go on. Yeah, and I'm just wondering if this pandemic won't bring people together. Because we're all, okay, what do we do with this? I mean, the whole planet, <laughs> what do we do with this? You, 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 I didn't even have to give a lead-in. That's I was going to say is, is what, what, what will come out of this? And so maybe, maybe if we all just stopped for one moment and realized how, how similar we are. That's uh, right. And we can really become one planet and get healthy again. And that'll help the universe's heart. It's like if something in our liver goes off, 
we, we can feel, ugh, we don't feel 100%. What's happening down there? You know, and if we get that liver, the cells in the liver to work with each other, we can get healthy again. So maybe it's this little planet that's causing the universe, our universe. I think there are many universes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, not just one. And, I mean, I wish I had taken more science. I did get my graduate degree in education. I mean, a teacher's college in Mm -hmm. Columbia. Oh, nice. And I taught for a short while, but I knew I really needed to be in the world of theater. And I love my students, and I oh, but and I met great people um, teaching because I did a lot at um, the educational high schools, the theater high schools mm-hmm. in New York to learn stuff. So I got to know a lot of people who were in the theater world, and that was a help. But I, I, I don't know. I see this pandemic as being very interesting in a way. Yeah. Now are you staying home also? Oh completely. Oh yeah. completely. I'm 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 the, the the most activity I've had is I'm growing a beard. So so that's <laughs> that's about it for me. <laughs> I love it. Well for me, I mean I'm not known as a stay at home kind of person, but I'm looking out my window now, and I get sad in a way. I love the view from my window, because I happen to be on a street that faces the entrance to the Midtown Tunnel, Mm. but the cars go in on 2nd Avenue, I'm on 1st Avenue, so by the time they get to 1st, it's underground, but there are trees all around it, you know, and then there's St. Martin's Park to the south of that for a block. So it's all open between here and certainly 2nd Avenue. And then the buildings aren't that tall. And then I see the Empire State Building. That's what I'm looking at right now. Very clearly beautiful. And I look, look what mankind made on this island here. And even Brooklyn. I love growing up in Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn's terrific. I'm a Bronx boy, but we moved to Brooklyn, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm changing my citizenship to being a Brooklyn citizen. Oh, that's right. I heard you were a Bronx boy. Yeah. You know how we used to think of the Bronx. Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, the Yankees? Oh, please. <laughs> Not the Dodgers? <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, boy, it was big <laughs> in the 50s. But um, it's probably all all good. It's all about life. And, I mean, I, I couldn't, I'm, I'm trying to think what it would be if there was, as we say, nada. I mean, nothing. No life, no nothing, no, no. I mean, that doesn't seem possible. No, it, it, no, no. I've I've had that thought many a time. Uh, I'm I'm an avid yeah. science fiction lover, and so there's always someone wanting to destroy the planet. I'm thinking it just can't. There can't be nothingness. There has to be something oh, yes. else. 
I'm a science fiction kid, too. Awesome. I was a big Star Trek fan. Oh. Loved them. And, but I, it's not just this planet. I mean, all of it. If, but they couldn't be nothing, could there? I mean, it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe there could. <laughs> I, I don't think so. And actually, I think you, you may have solved the riddle of religion when we think about the sun as, as the heart. It means that there's a great individual out there, and that's his or her or its heart. Oh, yeah, well, what I got was that the universe has a heart. Like, our liver probably has something that it needs, and our intestines and our, you know, all of that. And then I have God as the one thing that has all the universes in God. And God needs them all to be working. Just like we need our stomach and our heart and our bladder and all of it to work. be working. So God wants us to be healthy. God has to have us be healthy. Because God is what is, and everything is in it, in God. And the thing to find is what is the purpose of it all? And there must be something in love, I, or caring, or uniting. I even see that with animals. You know, you see, I was a catastrophe, my son called it. <laughs> I had five cats at one time. Oi. Oi. Well, we lived near the, uh, I would go to the, the place where they kept the pets. And you know they the they rescue area, in the pet. Yeah, yeah. The, where where they would get where the rescue. Yeah, and I would take them in and adopt them, and they were so sweet. And I would see how most of them got along with each other when they were taken care of, and they knew they'd have their food, and they you know. I learned a lot from watching them. So maybe if we all just, well, if we listen to every word you just said, then maybe this would be a better planet. Because if we just learn to be individuals within one great big family, then, right. then we'd be personally happy as well as yeah. eternally happy. That's right. And it's not like the only reason I guess you would need to learn to try to be better but, but I don't know if it would be better than someone else at the test. That's what I'm looking at now. I mean, we have these competitions. Do I have to be a better songwriter than, you know, another songwriter? <laughs> or do we all just have to be out there creating stuff that gets people thinking and doing and loving? We shouldn't try to be better. We should try to simply be different and unique. And be who we are. That's right. Right, because each cell is needed. That's why I also got interested in image consulting. Mm hmm Because I always grew up feeling I should look different. I mean, wouldn't it be great if I could be blonde <laughs> and shorter <laughs> and more Doris Day, you know, more like... 
a girl. And I now realize I'm who I am. That's right. And they are who they are. And we're all needed. That's right. And who and I don't even, Pardon? I'm so, no, please, go on. Yeah. And I was also a, quote, fat kid. Because my grandma, you know, he would eat this and make grandma happy. <laughs> All the stuff. And, you know, with Seder coming up and everything, I, I remember. I got some memo. Good memo. What I used to stuff down myself. And then when I learned how to eat what's right for me, I don't even have to think about my weight anymore. Of course not. Of course not. I mean, not walking now, I am thinking about that. <laughs> I'm trying to walk around my apartment in the hall. Of course, we're supposed to be staying contained, especially we're near um, Langone, so a lot of hospital stuff around us, so we should be careful, you know. I, I had a, I have a stairmaster in my apartment, which I've, which has been a shoe tree for, for the longest time. And, and, and now, and now I'm, I'm, now I'm on it and now I'm having a lovely time with it. Oh, good. Well, I'm doing my, I, I happen to, of all things, hurt my rotator cusp. This is the second time in my life I did that. Thank God nothing broken, nothing torn. But I did it because Instead of asking for help, I had to be the good one and move something in our storage room so mm. I could get into my storage space. Anyway, um, so I went for wonderful physical therapy around the corner from me at the Rusk Institute with um, Langone. Oh, they I loved the fellow who was helping me, but then they had to cancel it because they couldn't have people come in there. You know what I mean? Just yes. to come in there because of the health crisis. But he gave me printouts, so I do those. I do my exercises. Good for you. Day. Good for you. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to let you go and do your exercises. Okay. Okay. And and uh, I, I'm. I'm really. I thank you so much for speaking to me today. Uh, well, thank you so much. Oh oh no 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 not at not at all. Uh, it, it, I, I, I get on the phone and I think I'm going to just talk to a, a prominent cabaret artist and instead I'm speaking to a leader, a teacher, a, a, a spiritual advisor, a, a, just all these wonderful things. Please stay wonderful. Please stay healthy. Uh, I can't wait to see you in your nice glittering jacket heading for one of those cabarets and just okay. leading the charge again. Oh, great. And my wonderful ex-partner, not ex, but, you know, we wrote a lot, Spectre. She said to say hello to Hello. Hello, and, and keep saying hello, and keep being happy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Great.